I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> Let me tell you something. So when I when I pledged my sorority, that was we had our our step show that night when we went over. And and I don't think you can say that now. Like it's a different different use of language. But when I but in fall '82, when I pledged, went over, crossed the burning sands. Um, this was a song we danced to. We had on tuxedos, high heels, and canes. <laughs> yes, Deltas used to have canes right alongside the Kappas back in my day. I guess it's unseemly now for sisters to have canes. I don't know. But I had a cane. It's probably sitting in somebody's basement with my name on it and my line number and my and my line name. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. 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 Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk on Babs Rose Ivy. If you're in your car driving to work, get there safely. Don't be in a hurry. You're not going to do anybody any favors if you crack up or crash or crash into somebody. So go easy. If you're late, you're already late. You're not going to be less late. <laughs> late is late. I want people to understand that. Late is late. I think there's this thinking, well, I could be less late. No. If you're late, you're already late. It's not more late or less late. It's just late. So stop making up these, these excuses and, 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 and whatever. Listen, if you didn't want to be late, you should have left the house early. And sometimes you're late, not by your own volition, because sometimes you can get behind school buses at the wrong time and that's it. You're late. But even still, you're not less late or more late. You're just late. I know. I know. I hear you out there in your cars right now. Talking about Babs, I'm late, but I could be less late. Ugh, like if I'm supposed to be working nine o'clock and I get there at 905, I'm less late. <laughs> If I get there at 9.45, I'm more late. <laughs> All right. Okay, more or less late. More or less late. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Do what you got to do. Make it do what I got to do, baby. Make it do what I got to do. So we had our, our New Haven Independent Staff Meeting yesterday. It was really good. Um, it's you know it's always nice to go up to the to the office because I I don't I don't do my shows in the office anymore. I do them from my house, which you know, I got this lovely Parisian backdrop um, and it allows me to uh, um, to have a wider range of guests because it's a pain in the ass parking downtown New Haven, uh, particularly on Orange Street. So, uh, and now they've got all these buildings going up everywhere. Pre parking is at an all-time premium. Uh, it's just a pain in the ass. I was downtown yesterday and I was like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to race down here in the mornings trying to get on air. But, you know, after I zoom around the parking lot, the park the streets for 40 minutes trying to find some place to park that is not too far away from from the office because what's the point so anyway um so so my car is right outside my door <laughs> so it was nice to go downtown i got to see harry harry is in good form y'all he's looking really really good 
I got to see the uh, NHI team. Uh, it's just always it's always a good vibe over there. Although they need new space, they need new space. I know they like this this office slash studio slash newsroom vibe. I know they like it, but it's time for some new space. You know, it's time, and it, it's lots of space because people are trying to unload space all over the place, and you probably could get a good deal. So just FYI, I'm just putting it out there. You need more space. <laughs> need more space. So anyway, uh, it's Thursday. Tonight is the symphony. I'll be at the symphony tonight. Uh, I'm excited to go to the symphony. Uh, last night was the annual meeting for the Arts Council of Greater New Haven. Uh, it was really nice. We had it up on the uh, community foundation on the rooftop terrace, which you know they don't let they don't never let nobody use. I mean, they used to let people use it, then they got stingy because of COVID, and then I guess they thought COVID was just gonna hang on the walls, so they didn't want nobody breathing on their walls as they go to the rooftop. No, no shade to them. I get it. Everybody got play their everybody got play their safety positions. I get it. Uh, but it was nice to be up on the roof last night. The weather was perfect. Manny James was in good form singing um, uh, with Jeremiah Fuller. It was great. It was a good night. Lots of people showed up. Folks that who never come to an arts council meeting, uh, annual meeting has come, never been in that building has come. Uh, I met the guy from uh, the New Haven Theater. Uh, he came. Uh, it was lovely to meet him. It's just so many good people. Some new board members joined our board. I'm very delighted. Welcome, 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 new board members. Um, so it was good. I mean, it was good. It was good. You know, nice mix of people. I met some folks. Uh, I'm sending some folks to Kay, some Jamaican sisters who I met who are, are uh, Hill House graduates uh, or seniors or whatever. So they're going to go and see Kay. So it was good. It was it was nice. My board was there. Uh, uh, Hope Chavez uh, was in good form. Uh, Winter was in good form. Dan Fitzmaurice showed up, which was nice. He brought flowers for uh, Winter. So it was good. It was a nice mix of people. The food was good. Thank you, Orchid Cafe, for catering. Uh, we had wine and beer. and It was nice. It was a nice evening, very social. But, man, when it gets dark up there, baby, it gets dark dark so but we had a good time it was it was lovely uh it was a warm warm evening uh you could see the sun setting over the horizon it was great so so yeah so we tended to some business said goodbye to some folks had a good time it was a really good time i i got one more year in the big chair uh one more year and then uh and then i'm out <laughs> Then I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, so I'm gonna spend some more time trying to, you know, further along the mission of the Arts Council, the Greater Haven Arts Council. Jacob Jones showed up. Well, you know, uh, Longworth Theater they just down the whole. They just down the stairs. So they're in the second floor. They're just across the way from us. So so yeah. So they could come up and have a drink and have something to eat and you know just say hello to people. So it was really nice. It was really 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 nice. Really, really nice. Really, really nice. So, so yeah. So I, you know, I'm gonna do my part to encourage people to get out and see art. Like tonight is the New Haven Symphony. They're coming back to to uh, Woosley Hall, you know. So, so if I mean, if you've never, if 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 you feel like you could never go to a symphony in another town or New York or Chicago or Seattle, uh, uh, San Francisco, you know, where it's like big and a big deal. 
it's a big deal here in New Haven, but you know, you know these people. This is your town. You know people. You're bound to run into people that you know. So come to the symphony and hear all this wonderful, rich music. You know, and I and I will tell you, the New Haven Symphony is about that social justice life. I mean, they have been they have been under Alistair Neal, uh, and he's leaving. Uh, this is his last go round because uh, they 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 him and his husband bought a, an apartment in Paris, and they better be, they best believe my black ass gonna be. Bonjour. Bonjour, mon ami. Bonjour. They better believe my black ass gonna be there. And and listen, I don't even need to stay at the house. If you don't, if you if you if you feel like I can't stay at the house, don't you worry. I'll find me a little pet there. Pet 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 there. A little a little tight apartment or a hotel room somewhere. I'm not worried about it. Um so I might, I might listen. Don't sleep on me. I'll be over there in the spring. Let me tell you something. <laughs> so anyway, they've been about that social justice life from the from the rip for, for a good while. You know, the music of uh these these black women, uh Helen Hagen, uh Margaret Bond, um, uh, uh and the other sister, uh, they've been uh they've been about it. And it's been a joy to watch them build uh uh, a musical program highlighting and showcasing these three women, and and as and as well as a a, a conductor in resident uh, who did the snowy day and uh, uh, the uh, the other piece on the last breath of Christ and um, I mean it's just been it's been a ride so uh, so it'd be nice and you know I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Mr. Perry so. I think it's so Perry. <laughs> he he don't even know how much fun that name is. <laughs> so Perry. <laughs> so Perry. And his little daughter who is so cute, who who uh who has said without any qualms, I don't like you. I was like, kid, get in line. <laughs> like, you don't like me. Are you kidding me? Listen. And on any given day, one of my children don't like me. I mean, what? What? I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to get upset because some kid I don't know. Please, you know how many kids don't like me. That's <laughs> all right. I don't live for the likes. I don't. I don't live for the likes. I don't. So anyway, um, so yeah. So tonight is the symphony. I'm looking forward to the symphony. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, I'm in conversation with Michelle Horde uh, about her book. Uh, you know, she was the one that was married husband killed their child in the midst of their divorce and he's in prison some damn where sitting in somebody's jail cell and she's out here talking about resiliency and how you overcome and so I had a conversation with her the other night and how are we going to talk about this book uh, I'm so looking forward to it uh, so that's tomorrow and I believe I believe that's at the you know I don't know where this is I think it's at the New Haven Museum I do believe it's at the New Haven Museum I could be wrong let me let me let me look at uh let me look at the notes that Sheila Kerman sent to me. Cause you know, I'll be sitting somewhere and they'd be like texting me like, where the hell are you? <laughs> I'm like, girl, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's at the New Haven Museum. It's at the New Haven Museum. And uh there's gonna be a reception and all the things. So I, I want people to come. I think I think you have to buy a ticket. You be a ticket get you a book. And uh, and I want I want people to go because uh, it's a it's a big deal, 
and and we need we need stories about resiliency. I mean, this is a very extreme story in resilience, resiliency, but aren't they all right? Like, aren't they, aren't they all? So, so I'm looking forward to uh, the conversation tomorrow. And then uh, Saturday morning, up, up and away, uh, Ife and I uh, hop on a plane and fly to Miami. Because Azaria is getting married Saturday, Saturday afternoon. So I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited. So, so yeah, I've not been to Miami since the eighties. Uh, that I think, I think that's about right. I have not been to. Well, maybe. No, 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 no. Uh, I think Lawrence and I were in Miami. Okay, so the late nineties. I, I listen. I've been to Miami in a very long time. So, so that means I get to, I get to bring some slinky stuff, throw it in the bag, and uh, just be there for a few days. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. So welcome to Miami. Ooh la la. Welcome to Miami. So so yeah, so so you know, quick, quick few days and then back on the plane and back. And then uh so I'm not here on Monday, uh, but I'll be here on Tuesday. And uh, you know, October. It's October. I you know, October is very loaded for me. I get all, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot has happened in October. <laughs> Uh, woo, woo. a lot has happened in October. I went to prison in October. I got out in October. <laughs> my mother's birthday is in October. My mother's death anniversary is in October. Uh, my my brother's wife's birthday is in October. My father's birthday is in October. Uh, shoot. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in October for me. So October is always... My daughter, my oldest daughter was adopted in October. Oh, hell. I was married in October. My ex-husband's birthday is in October. So I, so I used to treat October as uh, my new year. I stopped doing that. I stopped doing that last this year. I started treating, uh, I don't know when I, I guess I still treat October as my new year. I don't know. I always make, I always make resolutions and plans in October because I have to balance all the pain with some joy that's really what it is just balancing the pain with the joy and uh and so and so over the years i've been able to do that and uh you know it's not half bad and i'm not a fan of halloween although i i've i've been to a great many halloween parties in my day some good ones so so if somebody's having a halloween party i might have presence of mind to show up you know unlikely but but you know i won't say no you know what I mean? Like, I just won't say no. Who knows? I might, I might just show up. To, but I don't know. Do people have Halloween parties like that? Beyond like going to a bar and wearing a witch hat. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I want to do that. So we'll see. Uh, I think because, you know, the better part of my adult life, I had children. So for 20 years, I had kids. So for 20 years, you know, Lawrence would take them. He would When they were little, he would take them trick-or-treating. And then they'd only get halfway down the block because they were little and they'd be scared. My kids were wussies. And then when they got older, they went off on their own. You know, they'd go do their own thing. So, but uh, Karen Walton used to bring her sons by because Kayla would always want to see Auntie Babs. <laughs> She's like, I want to see Auntie Babs. <laughs> so it's just strangest thing. 
every Halloween, she showed up at my house with him. <laughs> and he would just stare at me and like, you know, I'd dole out some candy, hug and kiss all over him. And he would just like, he was, and then he would just turn on his heels and get back in the car with his mother and he'd be gone. <laughs> all he wanted to do. All he wanted to do was see Auntie Bass for a few minutes, and that was enough. Boy, I wish I wish all the men I knew would act that way. Be like, I just need enough of her, and then I can go on about my business instead of trying to ruin my life. <laughs> I love you, Caleb Walton. You are my baby. I swear to God. But now he's all grown up. He's still moody. He's still moody and artistic, you know. But he's grown up now, so you know. And I still hug and kiss him when I see them. Him and. Him and uh, him and his brother, and I know they're just like God. Auntie Babs is such a nut. But I see them, and I hug them, and I kiss them up, and I and I, and I know they, I know they can't stand it. But someday when I'm dead and gone, they'll remember. Remember when Auntie Babs used to just hug us and kiss us up? They'll remember. My kids will remember that too. <laughs> they they can't stand it now, but someday they're gonna be like, you know what? My mother, I, I we was all wrong about her, and it happens. Everybody's all wrong about their parents, unless unless your parents were just terrible, like my father, you know. And I think I think about I think I love the way that I can think about that time in my life now without, you know, a, a gun in my hand or uh, or pills in my lap. I can think about those times without without the uh, without the without the weight of trauma hanging over my head. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, I I still have moments when it's. Uh, when it is uh, quite challenging, you know, when I re when I remember something, I come across something that triggers a memory. But, but you know, I I've got tools in my toolbox to sort of handle that. So, so nothing takes me over the deep edge anymore, and uh, and I'm living the most fantastical life. You know, I don't have any money. Don't get me wrong, I don't have any money, and uh, and my apartment is upside down. But but there's a certain kind of joy and happiness that have have happens. When you free yourself from a lot of things that weigh you down, and I have done that in my life, and so, uh, so when people are always asking me, you know, why am I always so happy? I, I, I always want to say, why aren't you? Like, why aren't you so happy? <laughs> like, what? Well, I, you know, I'm gonna start saying that. I was like, why are you so happy? Why aren't you? <laughs> why aren't you? I don't, I don't have any reason not to be on. I don't listen, listen. I have no reason to not be happy. In spite of all the stuff, in spite of it, I there's no reason not to be happy. I like my life. I love my friends. I love the stuff that we get to do. I love it. I love it. You know, I was talking to somebody at the at the arts council in a meeting last night. He was like, "You seem to surround yourself with great people." Uh, duh. <laughs> uh, that's by divine design, child. I I don't got no time for people. You know, it, I, this is what I let me tell you something. I hang around with my friends. You know, we talk so little about other people. You know what we talk about? We talk about our hopes and dreams and wishes all the time. This is what I want to do. This is what I like to do. I'm working on this. Let's figure out how to do this. You know, that's how I swear to you. When I'm with my girlfriends, we are not, every now and again, we're talking about somebody like because they crossed our path and they were amazing or not amazing but that's you know we don't gossip like that we don't be like oh girl girl no 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 we, we do very little of that 
what we mostly do, and people in our circle who rock with us, who show up on the porch with us, they see it. They know this is what we talk about. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, well, listen, this is who you should talk to. <laughs> I I can't imagine just sitting around talking about people just for the sake of talking about people like I don't got nothing to do. Like I don't got no life. You know, I don't do that. You know, I, I just don't do it. And uh, and I get annoyed with people who spend their time doing that. You know, I, I, I there was a situation, we was talking about a situation the other night when we were at Firehouse 12. Um, and it got, it's, and it's still annoying me to this, to this end. Uh, you know, someone I, someone dear to me is, was, I can't really talk about it because she's got to talk about it in her own way, but. But somebody, somebody, somebody played a middle school card. Well, uh, it, uh, I just want to know who you're bringing because I don't like the, I don't, I hear you're friends with this person who I don't like. And you know, <laughs> you know, my nerves just were set on edge by that because I think about every kid that's being bullied. I think about my daughter, Margot, who was bullied in school and there was nothing I could do with all the power and influence that I think I weld. There was nothing I could do about these little mean ass girls and to see grown ass women way over an acceptable age to be mean ass women sets my teeth on edge. And the fact that somebody would fix their mouth to say, well, you friends with somebody I don't like as if that matters. I swear to God, I swear to God, I, I would, I, I, it would, it would take everything I have not to say something to this person the next time I saw them. But it's not my, it's not my. I got my, I got my girls back forever and ever and ever. And if she say jump, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do a drop kick. But if she don't say jump, I, I'll sit right there and smile and be nice, you know, and rock like Miss Sophia. <laughs> You know, I get to rocking like Miss Sophia. You you better clear the building. Cause I I just I don't understand how women of a certain age, any woman could could be mean. You know, this is why I don't watch any of those ridiculous housewife shows. I watched them in the very beginning, like when they first came on, because there was nothing else like it and I wanted to see what it was like. And then after the first season or so, I thought, who the hell would want to have friends? like this where you're constantly fighting and bickering and turning tables and throwing drinks on each other and and behind each other's backs and I'm thinking who and that and the fact that there's an audience for that makes me very fearful for the world and the fact that black women are leading these shows yeah I'm yes I'm making a judgment yes we could be ratchet too yes this is not respectability politics at all. I'm not suggesting that they make us look bad. That That's not even in my, I don't think they make us look bad at all. But what I'm saying is the way I run my life and the friendships that I have, there is no way I'm going to run around with women where I got to be in constant argument, struggle, strife with. What the hell is that? And And call that entertainment? Y'all crazy as hell. You putting that mess in your brain and in your psyche so that when you with your girlfriends, you think it's a badge of honor not to be that? 
Like, oh, I'm not them. I'm just watching it. Why? Why would you watch that? And why would you co-sign that? And why would you think that's acceptable? It's not acceptable. In your own personal life. I, I couldn't imagine it. I don't I don't like those real housewife shows. I don't like any of them. I don't like the way they're mean to each other. I just don't, I can't stand it. And I'm not suggesting that black women are mean to each other. I'm I'm sure there's a lot of sisters who are mean. Hell, I know some mean sisters. <laughs> I just ain't one of them, but I know so. <laughs> and they know who they are too. Always got drama, always got a fight, always beefing with somebody, never happy, never smiling. Always got an unkind word to say about every situation that they are in. Me, 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 and I, 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 and oh, and I had to do this, and I worked so hard. Uh, shut up. If it's that stressful, get out of it. Say no to stuff. Don't bring. I people think. I guess people think that when they say stuff like "Oh, it was so hard," "Oh, oh, it was so much work," "Oh, oh," they called me in the last minute. I had to do. I guess they think that's honor. You know, you know what I mean. Like it's it's supposed to give you a compliment. Like oh, you know, oh, you were the right one, and oh, they couldn't have did it without you, and oh. Child, y'all know people like that. They don't got a nice word to say about nothing. They show up ill, ill, ill tongue, ill manner, ill attitude. They show up like that. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know people like that. I know people like that. Y'all know people like that. We know some of the same people. You know, everywhere they go, it's they got grief. I was like, God, how do you live a life with so much? <laughs> How do you live a life with so much stress and trauma? How do you how do you get through the day with, <laughs> where everything irritates you and irks you? And you're just mad all the time. Mad, 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 mad. Shut up. Get some joy. <laughs> some people, so many people who are so devoid of joy. Get you some joy. Get you some joy. Find something that'll make you happy, make you smile, make you laugh, make you dance, make you sing. Gosh, please. There's joy to be had. You know, it's not like pie. <laughs> there's there's a, there's a, there's there's way more joy than pie. <laughs> you don't have to serve joy like you serve pie. You can heap joy up on stuff. You could get a really big plate and put a whole bunch of joy on it. <laughs> it's not like pie. You know, I just don't get it. I prefer. I prefer joy. I prefer joy. I prefer love. I prefer happiness. I prefer it. And so I'm always going to seek it. That's just how I'm built. It's a muscle that I have developed in my life. I seek joy first. You know, I don't want to spend any time talking about people. I don't. You know, unless I'm with my tight friend, my tight girlfriend, and we can really chop it up about somebody. But I, I don't I don't spend my time in mixed company talking about people too much, you know, unless it's and, and let me tell you something, not because I'm afraid, I'm not afraid of any damn body. You know, and what and I, I'm happy to whatever I say in closed doors, I can say in open court. I, I'm seriously, I, I don't I don't I don't play them kind of games neither. Whatever you never nobody never come back and say, Oh, accuse me of saying something and I sit there and say, No, I didn't say that. I was like, yeah, I said it. And this is why I said it. 
<laughs> I'm not trying to be a badass. I was like, I, I don't, I, I just, I just try to have less stress in my life and less opportunities for foolishness. That's really what it is. I just like less opportunities for foolishness. So I don't, I don't play them games. Now, listen, I used to be a liar. I used to be quite the liar, right? Just tell lies and lies because I didn't want to hurt people's feelings. I didn't want to be seen as saying bad things. I used to, oh, listen, that was 30 something years ago. I'm not that person. I don't, I don't gave that up. Like, oh no, 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 no. Doesn't serve me. Doesn't serve me, you know. And once you keep your own counsel, you don't lie anymore. That's just what it is. You know, I don't do stuff that I don't want to do. Now, that doesn't say that I do everything that somebody asked me to do. Nope. There are some things that, you know, you you know you have to do. Like, I know I have to clean my bathroom. I don't like to clean my bathroom. I kind of like to clean my bathroom. I just don't have time to clean it every single day. So I make time to clean the bathroom. That's it. I don't love cleaning the bathroom. I love washing dishes. But there are dishes sitting in my sink. Why? Because I haven't had time to get to them. But I love washing dishes. Why? Because washing dishes is like prayer. But I like cleaning my bathroom. You know why? Because I like a clean bathroom. That's just what it is. So there are some things that you have to do, right? You just have to. I have to pay my rent. Why? Because I like having a roof over my head. That's just what it is. And I'm grateful that I, I make enough money that I can afford this rent here. I, I'm happy about that. I happily pay my rent because I'm like, oh, gosh, I get to pay my rent. I swear to God, that's how I roll. I'm so excited. I get to pay my rent. And then once I pay it, I don't think about it until it's time to pay it again. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy that I, I have some money to pay the rent and the lights and the and the whatever else got to be paid. I'm grateful for that. You know, that's for me is is really at the heart of my independence to be able to uh, afford the life that I want to lead, that I want to live, that I want to lead, that I want to live. You know, so it's no easy. So, I, so I, I recognize the blessings in front of me. That's why I don't have no time for foolishness. So I can't in good conscience sit around people who like want to trash other women and all this other kind of stuff and don't have no, don't bring no joy to the table. That's really what I want to say. I can't sit around people who don't bring no joy to the table, who always whine it. The glass is always damn near empty. Why? All right, here's a picture. Fill it up. <laughs> What? <laughs> if it's if it's half empty, what you gotta do to fill it up? You need, how far you gotta go to get another pitcher of water to fill it up? Just ask yourself these questions so you can get out of that thinking of oh, woe is me. You know, I was trying to get my daughter out out of that thinking. I'm trying to train her to get her get her out. She's so brilliant, but you know, but every every little every little thing is a defeat to her. And I was like, you cannot see life's challenges as a defeat at every turn. I said, because you'll just invite more of that and you'll never get to see the blessing. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you fell and you have to be hobbled around on crutches, you know, but you didn't set out the day and say, oh, today looks like a good day to fall and damn near break my ankle. You didn't set out the day like that. It was an accident. And, you know, if you want to get metaphysical, you could think about, well, what is going on in my life that caused me to be distracted about where I was walking? 
you know, and maybe, maybe you wasn't, you weren't distracted. How about this? It was raining so hard and it was, and the leaves are on the ground and the place where you were walking, they didn't get a chance to sweep the leaves. Do you see what I'm saying? So you can, you can walk through an explanation and get to a better place rather than internalizing and sort of saying, oh, the universe is setback. I'm always experiencing setbacks. No. <laughs> get out of that thinking. Like that's just that's just for this particular moment. But look at all the other moments where you didn't fall, where you were walking just fine. Where you you I mean, there's a lot of blessings that you overlook to focus on that one thing. Trying to get people out of that mindset is such a a lift. I was like, okay. And then I just shut up. I was like, all right. Okay. I was like, if that's where you want to stay, if if that's the if that's the corner you want to sit on, go ahead. But I'm gonna tell you where I'm at. I'm down the road over there. Cause I cannot spend the time lamenting this. It happened. Pull up from it. Now you gotta get yourself well. You say, Oh, I wish it's not gonna get you well. That's not gonna get you well. <laughs> The mind is a powerful thing. I don't think people realize. The mind is a powerful thing. And uh, and until people understand that, they'll be stuck. You know, I, 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 I like adventure. I do. I like new things. You know, and I'm a creature of habit. I mean, I'm an earth sign. I'm a Taurus. So I'm a creature of habit. You know, uh, so so when I see myself creating habit, uh, depending on what it is, I have to redirect the energy. Do you know what I mean? Like if I find myself driving the same route to get to some place, I'm like, oh, I've been driving this the same way. Let me let me drive this a different way, so I could just change my brain a little bit. You know, you have to think about these kinds of things, right? That's how I like to think about things. I like to think about, okay, there's a habit. Let me do something else. You know, oh, I don't know anything about that. Let me get a book. Let me read about that because this sounds crazy or this is very interesting or I didn't even know, but now I know, huh? Right? It's like that. So anyway, I don't like that Real Housewives foolishness. Isn't isn't there are no reality shows that I really like anymore because they're too mean spirited. I used to love the cooking shows, right? But then they got too mean spirited, you know. Like, why do you want to break? Why is that entertaining to break people's spirit? <laughs> why? I tell you what I do like. I watched a little bit last night, The Amazing Race. It's back on. I love The Amazing Race. You know, where they race around the world with clues and stuff. You and somebody who you trust, care about, love. You know, you race around the world like 10, 12, 15 teams. And then you start eliminating, you know, based on the challenges. I love it. I, we started watching it when my children were very little. You know, I always thought that I would want to be a contestant. I was like, I could do this. I could do this. You know, so I went and looked, but, you know, you can't be a felon. So, so that takes me out of the running. And you can't be a felon either on these dating shows either. I checked, you know. So, so I'm, so I'm eliminated from all that kind of fun. Unless I produce it myself and be like, listen, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure 
if I if I make the case that listen, I didn't hold a gun to anybody. I didn't do any of that. <laughs> I'm I'm re I'm a relatively safe bet. I'm not going to harm anybody. Uh so but anyway, speaking of reality shows, The Golden Bachelor starts tonight. And I'm looking forward to it. Somebody asked a question on Good Morning America the other day. I think it was Lara Spencer. Uh, will there be any drama? Because, uh, you know, the, these young ones, this The Bachelor show, I, they just make these women look foolish and ridiculous. And they make them look one-dimensional. And that's what I can't stand about it, that these women throw themselves at these men and you know the other way around too like it just seems sad uh and so the bachelor the new golden get bachelor is like no not too much i mean he's like well you know when you anytime you get this many people together somebody's gonna rub somebody the wrong way so so i i thought that was a good answer because i don't want to see these old women fighting each other and carrying on about this guy like i don't want to see that that's not going to make for good television because, you know, women of a certain age, we're not doing that. We will pack our ish and go home. We're not going to put up with that. And some of these women probably came out of marriages that were horrible or lost spouses or whatever. They're not going to, they're not going to, for this part of their life, try to put up with no mess. So, so I'm trying to decide if I want to tape it, if I want to record it, record it, hit the record button or catch it on Hulu. I think I might just record it. Just because, I mean, I, I'll, I I could watch it on Hulu on my laptop. Yes, of course, tomorrow. I don't know when I'd be able to do that. So, so, so I think, so I think I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the season, see what happens. And I love that there, there's a woman from Connecticut, um, and then there's the 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 first black bachelor. His mama, white woman, uh, is in the mix, and uh, uh. There's a couple of sisters in the mix. So they got some diversity, like more, more diversity than I thought was going to be. So that was pretty interesting. So we'll see how all this goes, you know. And I want to see this. I want to see what an old school guy does. He's 70 years, 70 years old or something or other. So I, I could really be in his dating pool because I'm 60. Freaks me out every time I think about that. Because I'm watching and I'm sitting on my, I'm sitting on the bed. I'm looking, okay, these women. And then when they said the age range, you know, I'm 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 watching like I ain't in that age range. I'm like, dummy, you in this age range. Like you could go out with him. And I was like, oh shoot, I could go out with a 70 year old. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's only 10 years older than you, chick. I was like, oh boy, boy, oh boy. I was like, okay. 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 I, I'm with that. I could do that. So so I'm gonna watch and see what happens. I wanna see what I wanna see what these old players got. See if they got some juice. Uh and then you'll watch the season and and then they'll and they'll pick another one. Like they'll pick a bachelor for next year, a woman probably. Uh and then it'll be some I wanna see the men that they bring forward for the for the next round. That's really why I wanna be engaged. I wanna be engaged watching it. And then when they pick the next one, the woman. Uh, I want to see what kind of men they trot in front of her, because I think I think older women are a better deal than older men. I, personally, I just think older women are a better deal, particularly ones who know something about liberation and freedom. Older men, I, 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 I and I could be wrong, and y'all could stop me in the street and tell me if I'm wrong, or put a message in the bottle. Uh, older men 
particularly ones who had women take care of them, are not good catches. They're just not good catches because they want women to do everything for them. I, I don't, I, <laughs> I, I've never been that woman. I won't be that woman. Uh, so we're not going to be equally yoked. <laughs> I'll just say that. So, so I'm looking forward to see what, what happens. Uh, cause I, I, I want to see, uh, the, a bachelor, uh, older bachelor woman, and then all the men that they trot in front of her and then see what she picks. Right. Cause I'm telling you, older men are, are not a better, are not a good catch. Uh, older women are a better catch. And uh, I want to see that. I want to see what they, what they, what they trot out. Cause I could tell you, you know, and, and they'll throw some, some good men in there. I'm sure. I mean, they'll all be good men. Don't get me wrong, but there'll be some that are more needier than others. And I find with older men, um, you know, if they've not lived on their own for a long enough time, they tend to want women to take care of them, you know, but, you know, and uh, that's, you know, particularly if they've had a wife for a long period of time or, you know, they've been in a relationship for a long period of time and they're used to women, you know, taking care of things for them. Not all men. Don't be, don't send me messages, Babs. I mean, don't be sending Babs messages about, you just being one-sided. No, no, no. I'm just telling you what I know. I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm telling you I'm out here. So independent women, freed women, older women, we don't got no. Now there's some, there are some women who want a man that they can take care of. I'm not one of them. You know, I actually like my freedom a lot. You know, I actually, and I, I go out, I, I see men, I see men all the time, but I just like my freedom. I, I don't want to be around a man a whole lot, a whole lot. <laughs> I still, I just don't want to be around a man a whole lot. Not, not 24 hours a lot. I'll tell you that maybe a vacation somewhere. And and a vacation meaning when we get there, we do some stuff together and you do some stuff by yourself and I do some stuff by myself. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm one of those kind of people because I just think too much togetherness is just too much. I know there are people who are like, oh, I want to do everything. want to rise and with, rise with them in the daylight and set the moon with them at night. I know. I get it. I, I appreciate that. I could do one or two nights of that and then after a while I'll be like, I need some, I need, to, I need, I need a whole room to myself. <laughs> so I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm quite optimistic. I don't know if there's somebody out there for me. I don't, I, I it's not like, I don't even use the word challenging or difficult. I'm not a difficult woman. I'm not, I'm a very easygoing person. I just, I just like my freedom and liberation too much to just you know turn it over to somebody else's care you know so 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 I don't I don't know what kind of cat would date I don't know who would date me I mean you'd have to be bold and independent and you have to be soft and kind and generous of spirit and heart you know he'd have to have his own life but he had to be deliberately willing to make time for me and same I had to be deliberately willing to intentional about time and i don't mean like phil phil every day has to be run 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 rock 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 
No, sometimes it's like, we're going to make a date just to chill. We have a chill date. Stroll in the park, whatever. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not impressed by a lot of things. You know, I think what the simplest of things impresses me. You know, I, I like attention to detail, but not like, like, oh, I need this kind of napkin on the table. <laughs> no, not, no, not like that. <laughs> I mean, thoughtful, like thoughtful. I need thoughtful. You know, I, as my friend Bet Allen would tell you in Seattle, she's like, Babs just likes presents. She doesn't really, you, whatever the present is, she's going to like it. She said that the other week. Uh, I said, somebody gave me something. She's like, Babs. People are always giving you stuff. You like presents. You don't care what. <laughs> I I do like presents. I don't care what the present is. I love presents. Like I, my ex husband never could get this because he always thought he'd have to get me like the shiniest, biggest bauble thing or some old fancy thing or expensive thing. And uh, and I, I remember one time he asked my sister, "Oh God, Babs is so." hard to buy for and my sister was like really Babs <laughs> is probably the easiest person on the planet <laughs> she's like let me tell you what you should do some paper uh books candles stationery pens easy 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 hey harry hey Babs. <laughs> i'm easy easy yeah, like yeah. sunday morning <laughs> I, no, I'm you. You, uh, you seem high maintenance, Babs. Harry, I am so not high maintenance. You seem very high maintenance. You know, I am so not high maintenance. Harry. Me, me, you could go stop at whatever chicken place. Get me a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> That's low maintenance. No, I don't think so. Get me some good chicken. I, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I. Harry, I know you say that. <laughs> no, I, I really don't like presents, so I'm the opposite of you. <laughs> when people give me stuff, I'm like, oh. <laughs> see, I, I see you. You be thinking about stuff. I just be like, oh, somebody thought of me. <laughs> no, because I start thinking, oh, I gotta think of them. I get now. I gotta ask when their birthday is. Or oh, see, see, that's where you get it all twisted and wrong. That is not how presents work. For me, it's like pressure, instant pressure. Why are you giving me something? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Now I got to give you something. And oh. we can't make this a ritual. <laughs> it's called it's called anniversary, Harry, not ritual. But all right. Yeah. I feel like I have like I have to go to the church and <laughs> you know, dip my finger in the holy water and start. Oh God. Oh God, Harry! <laughs> you know it's just a present. Yeah, I know it's just pressure. It's not. What? Where's the pressure, Harry? Where's the pressure? Um, because that means they they're thinking about you, and for a person to invest in thinking about you is kind of messed up if you don't think about them too. So it's like. Ooh, where did this relationship go wrong that you're thinking about me like this? Harry, a present <laughs> for any reason. 
Maybe but somebody you know gives you a present because you keep the bathroom clean at the office. But, but you know what I'm saying? It's like if I'm like, ooh, when did, when did this relationship take a turn where we care about each other now? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> My God. Harry, Harry is like the office, but extreme. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whatever, you know, I'm still living by the COVID protocol, six feet. Oh, my God. You don't have good sense. Not one bit of good sense. By the way, Beth, send me that picture from yesterday. Oh, okay. I'll do that. It's a good picture, too. Don't don't trick it out and make it crazy, though. Don't do any, <laughs> don't do foolish stuff with it. No, you like, know, don't, Karen... put, don't put horns on me. <laughs> Karen likes to see pictures, you know, of me being friendly. <laughs> but there's only a few people I'm friendly with. That, so. Oh, my God. I need evidence. <laughs> it's like a UFO sighting. <laughs> I need evidence of friendliness. Like, Harry was friendly? Like, yes. Yes, he was. That is too funny. I try. Oh, my God. That is too funny. I need evidence. So anyway. it's nice being invited to a staff meeting every once in a while, you know. You know what, Harry, you need to stop. It was nice though. Yeah. There was no chicken though. It's you know, it's mostly it's vegan. That's how you know what's wrong with people. It's like Well, you know, Harry, you can always bring some chicken in and somebody will eat it. Like next time we have staff meeting, do you fry chicken? You know how to cook, you know how to fry some chicken? Yeah, but uh, I don't do that no more. Not for a while. I haven't cooked in a while. Oh. Um, and Karen does everything in the air fryer, no? Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody everybody has an air fryer these days. I no, need no, one. No more I need grease. a good one. No more grease. I need a um I need a green pan fryer because I, I need one without all that Teflon, you know, all the nonstick. I needed the the you know, whatever that green pan stuff is. I need that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, I'm um, gonna anyway, I don't want to run into the other. I know I came in late in this hour. It's what you do. You got to let me in. Mm -hmm. Um, but and, just, and nobody, nobody, don't nobody believe that, Harry. You just be saying that mess. <laughs> I just, I just want to say because I'm going on vacation. I just, you know. Oh, that's right. Do you leave tomorrow? I yeah, I take the plane tomorrow at twelve. So I can't take lots of pictures. I want to see what you see. Pictures. I'll try. You no, know, with your phone. <laughs> I try to. I, we do take a lot. I take a lot of pictures of of Karen. So okay. you you'll get pictures of Karen. Oh, and, well, I've seen pictures with you and Karen at like you all were at the Puerto yeah. Rican festival repping. <laughs> so, all right, that's cool. That's right. And um, so, so y'all are there. So you're gonna be there for the whole week. Yeah, we'll be well. We'll be getting back um, Friday the sixth, I think. Okay, that's fine. So you and got then, a you got a good time. Yeah, and then I won't be back to work till the eleventh. So. Okay. Wow. So Nora will be uh, so I won't be on air Monday because I'll be flying back from Miami. Yeah, I told her. So okay. um, yeah, no, so Nora will be on tomorrow with you. Okay. I got a guest at uh ten fifteen, Gorman. Gorman is coming on at ten fifteen to talk about um the New Haven Docks 
Film Festival. Yeah, he's doing the the double, um, the daily double, right? Well, not daily, but you know, he is usually they go you Lucy or Lucy you. Oh, okay. Today is you. Tomorrow he'll be on with Lucy. Oh, good. I, I yeah, because he got he got to get some good coverage, so which is fun because you know she has a different style than I do, and so he'll have a little bit of a different conversation, which is nice. Yeah, and I saw his Black Barbie. Um, yes, I'm doing. I'm hosting that talk back, Harry. Oh, okay. The first Black Barbie. So I'm looking forward to. I haven't watched the film yet, so I have it, but I haven't watched it. So that, I'm gonna take a break. A, yeah, that should be an interesting one, though. I think it'll be interesting, yeah. Harry. So. All right, let's. Uh, I'll be back in about 15 minutes, y'all, with Gorman Bashar from the Haven Docks. Uh, the film festival starts October 12th, I think. So I'll be back. All right, we'll be back. You're listening to Love Bad Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. See ya. Pulling out gats for fun But it was just a dream for the team Who was a fiend Started smoking wounds at 16 And running up in gates And doing hits for high stakes Making my way on fire skates No question I was speed For cracks and weed The combination made my eyes bleed No question I would flow off And try to get the dough off Sticking up right boys on board My life got no better Same damn low sweater Times is rough and tough like leather Figured out I went the wrong route So I got with a sick tight click And went all out Catching keys from cross seas Rolling in MPVs Every week we made 40 G's Yo, brothers respect mine I ain't gonna take now Bow, move from the gate now Cash moves everything around me Green, get the money Dollar, dollar bill, yo Cash moves everything around me Green, get the money Dollar, dollar bill, yo It's been 22 long, hard years I'm still struggling Survival got me bugging But I'm alive on arrival I'll be back the shape of the streets To stay awake to the of the world deep. A man with the dream with plans to make cream was fail. I went to jail at the age of 15, a young buck selling drugs and such. Who never had much, trying to get a clutch on what I could not touch. The court played me so now I face incarceration. Hi, this is Bastrophy. No my destination.
guys dress in black, remember that Just in case we have a face-to-face and make contact The title held by me, M.I.B. Means what you think you saw, you did not see So don't blink, be what was dead is now going Black suit with the black Ray-Bans on Walk in shadow, move in silence Guard against extraterrestrial violence But yo, we ain't on no government list We straight don't exist, no names and no fingerprints Saw something strange, watch your back Cause you never quite know where the M.I.B.s is at Uh, and... Light into sight, tight camera zoom on the impending doom. But then, like boom, black suits fill the room up with the quickness. Talk with the witnesses, hypnotize up, normalize up. Vivid memories turn to fantasies. Ain't no one my bees, can I please? Do what we say, that's the way we kick it. Yeah, you know I mean, let's see a noisy cricket get wicked on you. With your first, last, and only line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. So don't fear us, cheer us. If you ever get near us, don't jeer us. We're fearless, and my bees freezing up all. Black. What that stand for? Men in black. Uh, and, and. The men in black. Oh, 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 oh. Here come the men in black. 
second hour and I uh, got my friend Gorman Brashad on. Hey Gorman Brashad from the New Haven Docks. The film festival is about to get kicked about to kick off October 12th, right? Two weeks from today. And you're kicking it off with the Black Barbie documentary. We absolutely are. It's 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 a, it's a fun film. It's an important film. It's a beautifully made film. Uh one of the co-directors is going to be there. So yeah, and and you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. Because I'm right. delighted to have a conversation uh, uh, with the filmmaker, so I'm 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 excited because everybody's got a Barbie story. Even even black girls got a Barbie story. <laughs> I don't have a Barbie story. I'm I may, maybe because I'm the wrong sex on that one. <laughs> did, did, did you have a sister? Did you grow up with a sister? I or? did, but she was a lot younger than I am, so I don't really remember. By the time I probably she was playing with Barbies, I was already like you know playing with guitars and and. Oh, so you were yeah. that much older? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm I'm watching the press around the country about this little film, and uh, people are talking about it, and uh, and everybody's got a Barbie story, which I didn't really think about, and I did not realize that a black Barbie just is just a recent thing. It's not, you know, Barbie was what from the 1950s. Right, right, right. Black Barbie didn't show up until like the 1970s. Well, yeah, it's, you know, it's, well, I mean, it's like everything else. Everything seems to like take way too long or never seems to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Welcome mm-hmm. to America, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and this is an anniversary time for you, right? Because the gala, this is the gala, the, the Barbie movie kicks off the gala. So mm-hmm. what what year are we in? What year are you in? This is our 10th anniversary. It has been 10 years. Yeah. It started with just four films back in 2014, in June of 2014. And somehow we're like at 100 films and, uh, and, and uh, you know, 11 days, you know, and we survived the pandemic, which, you know, some places didn't. And, uh, you know, we're happy to be here. So you know? when so when you started this in 2014, 
was your intention to have a big a big giant film festival or or is it just because you are a filmmaker and you're like you know what i like films let me do a little something well when we started it it was really more just to show there were four of us who met we were all from the area and we met for the first time at the big sky uh documentary film festival in missoula montana of all places um and we decided you know uh, uh, one of us uh um had a the venue at Yale so we decided hey let's just do a one-day thing and show the four films and it was it was fun and uh two of the filmmakers ended up moving to Arizona and me and Charles Musser who was the other the professor from Yale said let's just keep it going I think the next year was four days then it went to like seven days and then I don't know next thing we know it's 11 days and (laughs) by 2019 it's you know there's 120 films in 11 days and we're all over the city and then we were it was going to be even bigger than that in 2020 but of course COVID had different ideas for us Um, but we still managed to do some live screenings in 2020 which you probably remember Mm -hmm. and um and uh now we're back I mean the 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 biggest challenge this year was uh our partner theater the criterion is actually closing on our opening night yeah it's funny that's that's such an odd you know of all things that you know but i i think i want to almost say to the people in new haven you know one door closes another door opens and you know here you have 11 days of of great movies half of which are pay what you can so i essentially free if you if you want um you know that you're not going to get a chance to see anywhere else mm, i love it i love it and so so you're kicking it off at the new haven museum what is it about the new haven museum that you find attractive well we had been trying to work with them pre-covid uh we were gonna do a screening with them in 2020 and so we've talked about it every year and they're finally to the point where they're okay with you know they've you know they're finally really open to the public and it's just a beautiful place that captures the city um and most people i feel most people don't even know it exists Mm. they think it's another yale building you know i I do think people think it's another yale but but it's a beautiful building because i've hosted stuff I've gone to stuff there. I've hosted stuff there. It's got a, it's got a, it's got a nice grandeur to it. You know, mm-hmm. it's very pretty. So, and it's open, like it's a big space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the atrium when you first walk in is gorgeous. I mean, there's some, you know, there's there's a lot of New Haven history there. Uh, love the old elevator with the, you know, the metal door that. Oh, shuts. I know. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so it's. I mean, it's it's. It was kind of like we were looking for a bigger space because a lot of our venues tend to be are, are a little bit smaller this year because we didn't have the criterion. Um, but yeah, so it, it it just seemed for for this movie, and they were very excited about uh, uh, hosting this film as well. So I think it'll it'll be a good night. I think so. I think so. So so talk to me about all the films that you're showing the and the next you know in the eleven days of the festival. Well, you know. I mean. There's, as usual, there's something for everybody. I mean, that's one of the big things I think we try to push with this festival. Um, whether you like, uh, you know, if you like jazz, you are covered this year. Oh, yes, the yes. The, yes. Um, the Max Roach film, which is our closing night film, is a beautiful film. One of the directors is also going to be there. And there's going to be a, a, a tribute concert afterwards from the Alan Lowe Quartet. Uh, and that's at Cafe Nine. That's on, on, on Sunday the 22nd. And the other great jazz film is called um, Sloan, a jazz singer. And yes. About, yeah. And and it's, it's honestly about a singer. I love jazz vocalists. Billie Holiday is my all-time favorite singer. And I never heard of this woman. 
And I think a lot of people haven't. And she's sort of like peaked really early and then just kind of stayed under the radar. Um, and it is a, it is an absolutely perfectly made film. It's one of our highest rated films as well. I mean, it's 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 beautiful. Wow, I so love it. If you like, and if you like rock and roll, there's this great, uh, especially if, if you're like college age and you're into alternative. There's a great documentary called The Elephant Six Recording Company, uh, which was a collective of all these bands that really put out some influential albums in the '90s and the 2000s. Uh, the, the best known one is uh, Neutral, Milk, Neutral Milk Hotel, and that's playing on our first Saturday, the fifth the 15th no the 14th at um at the witch bitch uh thrift store just up mm-hmm. on the avenue there they have a little black box theater in the back right across it's actually it's actually right across the street from the new haven museum yes yeah, yeah. and you got the karen carpenter the karen carpenter is uh right now is our biggest seller. that's going to be probably sold out by the end of the week mm-hmm. at the end of this week uh that's at cafe nine so we put a, an additional screening of the karen <laughs> carpenter um on sunday morning at best video oh nice yeah, yeah and you've sunday. got um i believe brian is singing um for I, uh i know uh, that's on the, i know there's a number of people singing on uh on the thursday night at uh, in fact i can look that up right here on the thursday night at um cafe nine there's no one singing at best best video is just going to be the film mm-hmm. but on the thursday night we've got chris uh santala jay and caitlin russell kirsten caesar brian ember is singing yes shelly velasquez brian um, yeah brian robinson right brian robinson um, sammy robinson um well I, I the only brian i'm seeing is brian ember and there's brian mm-hmm. stevens on bass um and also Laura uh, Laura Lee Gale and Rebecca Skoda. They're all they're all playing. It's uh, but it should be. I mean, it's it's by Dean, who always does our tributes, and he pr- always produces a great show. That's good. I didn't realize uh, Karen Carpenter was from New Haven. I didn't. I I honestly had forgotten all about that. It was. I think I did is, too. This was something. This was a film that like we're basically the festival's all set, and my wife says, "How come we're not showing this?" And I'm like, "I didn't hear of that." So it sort of fell under our radar and I reached out to the filmmaker and within 24 hours, it was on the schedule. Yay. Yeah. Yay. So now, so do you ever run across um, uh, filmmakers who, who maybe presented something in your early part of the festival and then they come back around a second time with another film? Like, do you ever have that kind of crossover? Oh God. Yeah. We mean, uh, you mean from like a previous festival, previous year and they come back with something new? Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, uh, we definitely have that this year uh, with Maya and uh, who I uh, remember the fi- I, I, you might have been there. The film about uh, uh, wanting to buy a house in Waterbury. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she has a new film this year. Um, and and I'm going to be really bad. And I'm, I'm it's it, there's so many films. It's like I'm, I'm gonna have to <laughs> literally like look up her film right now. But it's uh, the. Uh, and of course, I'm not going to find it. But um, the it, it, but it, she has a, a film this year on a on a similar subject of, okay. of, of dealing with you know race discrimination in in the area in in the Waterbury area. Another film too, though, which you, I believe you're also doing at the Stetson Library uh, is locked out, which is uh, a, another beautiful film that we're offering this year. Uh, you know, it's like there's so much. There's there's fun stuff like there's a movie uh, on a, on the first Sunday morning about speed dating for seniors. 
Uh, okay, I'm kind of interested in that because I'm I, I think I'm at the senior door. No, I think this is actually even this is like I think like 75 and up. So it's <laughs> and it's funny. I mean, we I started some a few years ago, and I've been trying to get it since, and it really is just a fun, fun film. <laughs> so do you do you have a cutoff? Do you say? Okay, we could only have 100 films. We could only have 125 well, films. You know, the problem this year was the number of venues. We were really short on venues. Last year when we had the Criterion, we had a lot more, um, you know, a lot more ability to show more films uh, because we had two screens always at the Criterion. We had the screen at the library. So we had, we had a lot going on. This year, we really was trying to fit into other people's schedules like hey you know like which bitch we can show we, you can have us this night and this day and this night but you know people had other it was sort of last minute i mean we didn't really know about the criterion closing until august okay, okay. yeah so that sort of put us in a little bit of a bind you know so it, you know but in the same respect it, it's it's i think it it also opens us up to more venues and and people who didn't know about the festival all around new haven you know from which bitch to i mean being at the stetson uh being at gather on state street the canon the vegetarian restaurant um uh, and bar on dwight street is showing three films you know so we we, we have we have 10 venues now which i kind of like mm -hmm. and so and so do you pick places because of the subject of the film or you pick places because you just think this would be a cool place to have a film a little bit of both. I mean, it's like obviously we want a place that's going to be open to a film festival kind of crowd, but I also then try to tailor the movies we put there towards uh, what the venue is. You know, like okay. which, which bitch has a much younger skewing amount of films, a lot of LGBT kind of films, um, where, where Canon <clears throat> Canon is more music related. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, I, don't, no, I, don't, I can't I can't die before the festival. No, the, okay. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, we're getting up there. It's like you just never know, you know. <laughs> Unfortunately. I'm I'm interested in seeing the films at Canon. I I want to see how that how that space will work for a for a screening of a film. That'd be kind of cool. Me too. <laughs> so <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a surprise for all of us. And that's because I like that space. I mean, I like yeah. that space, I like their food. So oh, they're great. Yeah. They're so I haven't nice. been there in a, in a minute, but I, I plan and, on catching one of those. And by the way, Maya Gray's film is Green Thumb, Brown Hand. And it's about the um, the basically the, the food, you know, affordable food in for, for people in Waterbury. So, OK. Yeah, and it's it's once again, it's another very good film from a local filmmaker. And that is playing. I can even tell can tell everyone when that's playing. Though, of course, you can go on. That's playing on the 16th at noon. Okay. Okay. So, and so when people want to know what's playing, they just go to newhavendocs.org. Uh nhdocs.org. Yep. Nhdocs.org. And then it'll give you the full uh lineup. And and we'll it'll give it, you yeah. a synopsis of the film. Oh yeah. Space. And you can most you can see the trailers as well. Yes, 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 yes. It's well done. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like thank it. Thank you. That that was uh thankfully Katie, uh uh my assistant, uh did a great job of setting everything up. And these films, you know, uh, Gorman, are not like hours and hours and hours long. Like these films are like little short films that you can, you know, watch 
and then have a real conversation about like, you know what I mean? Like you don't got to wait two hours, three hours to watch a film. No, no. I mean, I, most of the, I mean, even the features, the most of them are under 90 minutes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and we have a lot of shorts this year. We have seven different short blocks. We have shorts playing with a number of the features. So a real lot of, a real great collection of shorts this year. I mean, I believe I, our total number of shorts is, uh, and that's not counting student. we got like 45 shorts this year. Okay. See, Harry's from uh, Waterbury, so he'll find this film of interest. (laughs) It's. I mean, it's definitely worth coming to, and that's at the library. So, like I said, go online. You can buy a free ticket. You can basically get a free ticket. You just gotta, you know, get your ticket online. Or, I mean, or there's. It's probably gonna be some available to door as well. So. All right, Harry. So if you're in town, Harry, you know, come through and see see a film about a a filmmaker in your in your city. so I've seen her work already, uh, and uh, t- uh, with the way she was trying to buy a house in Waterbury, I mm-hmm. thought that was, I thought that was like, wow, that's pretty, uh, pretty interesting, you know, and profoundly, profoundly, uh, what people are up against when they're trying to, you know, buy, buy, buy in places where they want to live, you know. Well, I mean, I, you know, my wife and I always talk about it. We couldn't afford our house. We bought our house twenty nine years ago. We mm-hmm. couldn't afford it today. <laughs> I mean, you look at the market and it's like, you know, I because I remember, I mean, when I used to work in L.A. back in, you know, 30 years ago and, you know, starter homes were $500,000. And I was like, who has $500,000 for a starter home? I know <laughs> I, I didn't, <laughs> you know, I mean, so, yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah. And not to mention now with, you know, the interest rates being so high. So, but that's a whole other that's a whole other story. That's a, that's another film. That's, that's another- oh, there, There's a. <laughs> I always joke that there is a documentary in pretty much everything. There really is. I mean, you know, it, for, I, you can make a documentary pretty much about any subject if you know how to tell a story. And I mean, that's always the big thing here. It's like, you know, I, we have one guy. You remember the film <clears throat> Super Size Me, where the guy yes. is talking about McDonald's for 30 days? Uh-huh. We have a different version of that. And it's from Australia. And it's called Disconnect Me. And Ooh. it's about a guy who literally shuts off all phones, laptops, everything for one month. <clears throat> and it's what he has to go through and how he deals with it and the and the withdrawal and so forth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and he, fun because it, he, he he's very tongue in cheek about it, you know. Um but it's 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 definitely an interesting look at how addicted we are to our cell phones. All right. <laughs> can you can, i mean can you imagine putting your phone away for no a yeah, no exactly. because my my phone is is my my map it's my calendar it's my appointments it's right. my it's my dentist it's my doctor i mean it's like all the things like i he, he literally had to set up a landline and oh my god everything yeah yeah it's it's so it's it's a fun film it's worth it's definitely worth coming to it really is um we uh we're, we I did we're showing the one film of mine we're showing I don't have anything new this year I was but, just gonna ask you because you had a dog film last year right yep, or yep okay. uh that was old friends yep because uh, mm-hmm. and we do have another dog screening it's a great film called healing Dakota which is about a uh, German Shepherd for, who, that served in Afghanistan that has PTSD. 
Oh, and um, and it's about healing this dog, and that's going to be uh, a benefit for the friends in the New Haven Animal Shelter. So instead of buying a ticket, we're asking people bring dog food, bring collars, leashes, toys, anything for the shelter. Okay. Uh, and that's going to be on Saturday, the 21st at 2.30 p.m. And the filmmaker is going to be there. Oh, good. Um, but uh, my film, um, we're, I decided let's do a 10th anniversary thing. So we're going to show the film that I showed 10 years ago. Um, and, and it's, about, um, it's about the first openly gay musician in hardcore punk, uh, a guy named Grant Hart. And this was at a day when, you know, this was at a time of skinheads and stuff. And being gay was not considered cool at that point especially in this group um and uh it, it's it's yeah it was the film that that we all met it was that i was showing out in in missoula when we all met and wow at one o'clock at the uh at witch bitch wow that's pretty that's pretty cool you should make sure you talk that up so so the, the so the subject of the film is he still around is he still no he died he died um probably about five six years ago now Wow. Yeah. And um, but uh he was he was definitely an interesting character. I mean, he was and the funny thing was, here he is. There's a it's a three-piece hardcore punk band, and two of the guys are gay, but the one guy who's got the village people mustache, mm-hmm. he's the straight guy. <laughs> I would I seriously, if I showed you a picture of this band and I would say, Who might be gay in this? The uh the, the bass player, uh uh Norton would so like be who you'd pick out because of the he looks he's in shape he's got the big mustache but no he was he was a straight guy. <laughs> so do you so are, so are you working on a, a new film because you're a filmmaker so yes. I'm sure you got to be working on stuff. Oh, we, we are we're working on we have like five films going right now. Oh man, we just just started. Uh, well, I mean, I'm finishing up Powder Ridge, which I think I probably talked to you. About. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. We're up to 75 interviews with that. That one just keeps growing and growing. I, I that might, you know, I might be still filming that when I'm being lowered into the ground. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, and then uh, there's where we, I think we can finally finish the factory film. So, you know, I was doing a, a film on the clock factory. Yeah. And, and I guess it's undergone some changes or something or like it's no longer going to, I don't know. Well, it's not, it's not, it's now it's still going to be, it's going to be affordable housing, but I don't think there's going to be any affordable housing for artists kind of thing, but at least it's not going to have a wrecking ball for like the past two years. I didn't know what the ending of the movie was. It's been in limbo. And now it looks like the housing authority of New Haven is buying the building and is going to renovate it. Mm -hmm. So at least now my movie, I mean, I was like, I'm watching the movie. We have it here and we have no ending. And it's just like, <laughs> which was driving me crazy, you know, because before COVID, there were all these grand plans and then everything sort of shut down for a couple of years. So I'm sort of hoping that uh, that's going to be finished early into the early into the uh, new year. Okay. Just launched. We're also doing a another local film on the history of best video, which is a really interesting history, which I didn't even know about despite living down the street. Um. When Hank started the store in 1985, he got 500 movies, but only movies that he could personally recommend. Hmm. He didn't care if they were like popular or not. He was like, if you came in there, he could personally tell you why you would love this movie. And I thought that was a really, and, and, and think about it. How many video stores are left? I was just going to ask you, are there any left? Are they the Hardly last any. one standing? 
Um, there's 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 three other very large stores on the West Coast that I've been able to find: Seattle, Portland, and and and, and Los Angeles. And there's Best Video. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, it's really kind of a library of film, and Best Video has more films than Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu combined. Wow. So how do people? Watch, do you have to have a VCR or something like what? Well, no, they still, I mean, I, I, a lot of people still have DVD players. I still have a, I still have a DVD Oh, player. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's that's the majority of their films now. Um, but I also still have a VHS player, you know. Oh, no. VHS I think is, my computer has a, one of my computer has a, uh, a DVD player, player yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, but uh, the VHS player, VHS is coming back. I, my old, is it? Yeah, two of my old <laughs> horror films have been re-released on VHS. So go figure, you know. Is that a is that a good thing? Like does that does that make you happy? Like are you like, okay, that's cool. I I, I think it's cool. That's pretty much it. I mean it's you're we're not getting rich off of VHS re-releases. <laughs> but it's I mean it's cool that someone wants to do it, that someone likes the movie that much, you know? Yeah, no, I I, I think for the for the purpose of nostalgia and Mm-hmm. And history. I mean, I think it's a cool idea. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely is. Um, I'm trying to think of other movies I can tell you about here. Uh, one of, gotta... um, do you know uh, uh, Jenny uh, Jenny Medina Morris? No. Okay, Jenny is uh, doing a Latin American night uh, at um, the library on Friday the twentieth. And she's playing a re- two really great films, The Illusion of Abundance and Tamara. Uh, okay. So that, that that's another great one. Steve Hamm, who's a local filmmaker, who I know Steve. I've had yeah. him on the show because he's uh, he's all about uh, environmental justice kind of work yep. now. And he's doing a, a film on uh, a, a called Mundo Maya, uh, which is going to be at the Saint Paul and Saint James Church on Olive Street, Olive and Chapel. And that's on Saturday night at eight o'clock, Saturday the twenty-first. Um, I mean, we have uh, Barbara Koppel's brand new film, Gumbo Co- Coalition, which is about uh, civil rights in uh, Louisiana. Uh, we've got an amazing film on architecture, which is going to be screening at um, the Willoughby's on York Street, which is in the architecture building. Uh, called Modernism Incorporated. Uh, and that's going to be really interesting because not only we have the filmmaker, we've got one of the heads of the uh, architect uh, school at Yale, and we've got the subject's brother. So it's going to be a really, it should be a really interesting Q&A. Okay, okay. So uh, is there a theme for this for this film festival? Do you, do you, do you solicit in themes? Like, do you think about, well, this year's theme is about whatever, or do you just sort of like, it's a I, film I, festival, whatever we get. It's too. There are too many films to do with it. You would never find the films to fit the theme. So my, th- I think my theme with the film festival is just really great documentaries that you can't see anywhere else. Okay, I like that. I like it. So now, do you do you personally see every single film that comes through your to your I, door? I see all of the films that are programmed. Um, but we get in hundreds and hundreds of films, and if I have two or three people that are saying this is a horrible film i don't usually waste the time <laughs> you trust yeah. you trust that people say i, it's- I, I trust uh, the I, I mean we have a couple we have a couple of very long term um jurors and yeah so i don't i don't really 
Um, I, I, I don't need to go beyond them a lot of times. All right. Now I know you have a love of pizza. <laughs> you do? You, that's come through? It's come through. Yeah. So is, is there a pizza night in this thing? Like what's happening? Um, you know, there, there, there isn't, I mean, cause Sally's doesn't have its outdoor tent anymore. So there's not really a place where we can show something. And I, for, <clears throat> for right now, my pizza movie has been seen enough. <laughs> um, I mean, let's face it. Um, and I mean, we just had a big screening of it in, uh, in, in June at the, uh, Eli Whitney museum on, on Whitney Avenue. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, so this year, the only pizza is really going to be like feeding the staff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But they will, they will, they will be sick of pizza. Well, uh, I, I knew pizza would be somewhere in the mix because you are a, you are a pizza lover and probably the, the best New Haven ambassador of pizza there is. Well, I mean, the, the, the thing is, is that, you know, I, I, I just did a pizza. I, funny. I just did a, a screening, um, the, uh, the, on Monday night and, and, the person interviewing me was, which was like crazy to me, was Francis Roselli, who is, who is um, uh, Frank Pepe's grandson. Oh, okay. And he's the one who's interviewing me, and I'm thinking I should be interviewing him. But um, you know, it's and we were talking about that, and I was talking to people in, in Greenwich, and they're like, "Well, what you know, what what good pizza is there here?" And I'm like, "There is none. You have no good pizza. <laughs> or three pizza places." There's Sally's, Peppies, and Modern. And if you don't have those pizza, you know, then, you know, you don't, uh, you don't, you don't have pizza, you know. That is too funny. All yeah. right. So, so I've already been announcing all week, Gorman, that I am coming on to the board of the New Haven Docs, which oh, cool. I'm delighted. Okay. Excellent. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, we, we started this, we, it took, because of COVID, it took three years to get our 501c3, which mm-hmm. was forever. But, um, you know, so it was kind of like, let's just take the people we know for right now, since we don't even know what's going on. Is the world going to end? Is this thing going to end? You know, <laughs> and but now it's like and we finally got our accreditation in late April. So it's like right now, let's just let's just get the festival going. But, you know, uh, yes, we would love, love, love to have you and we are very proud to have you and i think i think you will bring a lot to the table here because i really because it's film and because film is 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 i think the most accessible art form for everybody because i mean it combines every it combines photography and storytelling and music and acting and i mean it really is it 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 really is to me always been the ultimate art form that that we need to have a festival that's accessible to everybody mm-hmm. and i mean my goal ultimately i would if we ever could raise enough money i would love for every screening to be like pay what you can you know so yeah. the one who wants to come to the festival i don't care if they want to come to the gala or if they want to come to something at noon at the library they can come yes well i'm delighted i love films i'm a filmmaker my best some of my best best friends are filmmakers and, uh, and I just love New Haven Docs. You know, I've been a fan from a very long time. I, yeah. I've come to films. I've talked about films. So so thank you for uh, inviting me. And I look forward to it. And I'm excited to talk about uh, the Barbie movie. So I want people to uh, come out. And uh, October, Thursday, next Thursday. Wait, no, the week wait. after. Two yep. weeks, 6 o'clock at yep. uh, the New Haven Museum. Museum. 
It'll be one. Tickets are online. Uh, tickets are online. Get your yeah, ticket. It's, it's thirty five bucks. You get a you get two drinks, some food, and a movie. I and love it. As as someone said to me, it's like a drink in New Haven is fifteen bucks. So that's a bargain. It's a bargain. <laughs> so if you're looking for something to do on a Thursday night for a date, this is your ticket right here. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, I mean, it, it's it's such a good film. And let's face it, I mean, every, what what was the movie everyone talked about all summer long it was Barbie. Barbie, you know, and this is just this is a documentary about a completely different side, you know, about the real, you know, about the real doll and about trying to make it so that the real doll actually represented everybody. Girls. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the conversation. So thank you for inviting me and thinking of me. Of course. And uh, I've I've got my own. I've got Barbies. I've got I'm a grown up and I have Barbie dolls. So, you know, listen, I'm about it. So. Thank cool. you, Gorman. It's a pleasure to see you. Always great to talk to you. I'm looking forward to the film festival. It's uh, It comes right on the heels of the Arts and Ideas Festival ending. So people can stay in this. I got to be outside. I got to go to stuff. Got to go do something. Yeah. Got to go do something. So so I'm looking forward to seeing everybody out here and, and loving these films the way that we love them. So thank you, Gorman. Thank you so much. I will, uh, I'm sure I'll be talking to you soon. You will and say hi to Lucy because I know you got you're on with Lucy sometime later yeah, today. Yeah, tomorrow I'm on. I'm oh, on tomorrow. tomorrow. There. Yep. Well, yep. that'll be great. That'll be great. That'll be great. That'll be great. So, Excellent. thank you. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. All right, my dear. Take good care. All right, Harry Droz. I'm on my way out, and uh, I'll see you. I don't think I'll see you tomorrow, Harry. So be safe. Love you, and uh, I'll send you a picture when you get the party. The, the, I'm sorry, not party. Staff meeting. <laughs> Oh!